Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Today we'll be looking at the power in the word of God. And we will be reading shortly from the book of Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 1 to 3 verses 5 to 6 and 8 to 10. All the people came together as one in the square before the water gate. They told Ezra the teacher of the Lord to bring out the book of the Lord of Moses, which the Lord had commanded for Israel. So on the first day of the seventh month, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which was made up of men and women and all who were able to understand. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon as he faced the square before the water gates in the presence of the men, women, and others who could understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the Lord. Ezra opened the book All the people could see him because he was standing above them. And as he opened it, the people all stood up. Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. They read from the book of the law of God, making it clear and giving the meaning so that people understand what was being read. Then Nehemiah, the governor, Ezra, the priest and teacher of the law and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the Lord. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Let us now read from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 4, verse 14 to 21. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners 
and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fasting on to him. He began by saying to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. The chief purpose of the word of God is to inspire. The scripture says in 2 Timothy 3.16-17, All scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Friends, when we read the Word of God, we read to be inspired. When we listen to the Word of God, we listen to be inspired. When we preach the Word of God, we preach to inspire. And I dare to say that if the words spoken does not inspire, it is not the Word of God. There is power in the Word of God. The Word of God is not a magical incantation. It is simply the demonstration of the power of truth. When God's word is transported through human conduit with the power of the Holy Spirit's miracle happen. Through the word our universe came to be. Raging storms are stilled, the blind sees, the deaf hear, and peace is restored to the troubled heart. Some do not know if they want to experience this power as it may upset their already choreographed life. On the other hand, some want this divine disturbance in their lives. Maybe you would like to see a little of God's power. Maybe you would like to have God touch you and change you and help you. Maybe just once you would like to see a bit of the miraculous in your life. The question today is this. Do you want this power of God to walk in your life and change it for good? If so, the power you need is God's Word, the Bible. Today's scripture presents us with the opportunity to consider what the Word of God can do to a hungry heart. Israel enjoyed unprecedented life in every area. God chose them and led them by the hand through all their lows and highs, did many of the miracles for them, led them out of enslavement in Egypt into the wilderness highway. He fed them with angelic food and drink in the desert as they journeyed. He tactically defeated their enemies so that they could enter into the land of promise. But they failed to acknowledge these special privileges by engaging in cyclical sinful ways of life. They forgot the commandment and worship other gods. They annihilated all his prophets. 
this greatly angered God and after a lifetime career of sinful living, God disciplined them by allowing the Assyrians and the Babylonians to destroy Jerusalem and they were taken into yet another bout of captivity. After 70 years in captivity, Israel was forgivenly allowed to return to Jerusalem with Ezra the priest to begin the reconstruction of the temple that was destroyed by invaders. Nehemiah returned as governor to oversee the process of reconstruction of the walls of Jerusalem. At this point, the people had repented of their sins and returned to their God. In doing so, the Bible says in Nehemiah 8:1, all the people came together as one in the square before the water gate. They told Ezra, the teacher of the Lord, to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded for Israel. As the word of God was read to them, they rededicated and renewed their lives to the Lord. That is what the word of God can do to a heart that has turned to God. They knew all along that there was a great chasm between them and their God because of their sinfulness. They needed the word of God preached to them in sincerity. They could read it for themselves, but no, they needed to hear it from those God has anointed, set apart for that purpose. This does not in any way take away from the New Testament priesthood of all believers, but rather it tells us, New Testament people, that some are set aside to do just that. There comes a time in our lives that we just need to hear the undiluted, unadulterated word of God preached with power of the Holy Spirit. Today, the church is facing more, more struggle than it ever had in history of mankind. We no longer respect the Word of God as, she, as it should be. We no longer give the Word of God its place in our lives and in our churches. Our churches have become a place of entertainment, a place of clubbing. But no, this is not what the people who are hungry for God wants. We, the people who are hungry for God want the food that will really challenge them. That's what God's word is all about. It's not for entertainment, but it's for us to hear and be changed, to hear and be challenged. If you're hearing the sound of my voice today, I invite you to read your Bible, read the Word of God, get married to the Word of God, for in it you find eternal life. Does the Word of God still challenge you? Does it still drive you to tears when you hear them preach? When you hear the preacher preach the Word of God, does it still uh, make you want to cry? Does it touch you? Does it move you? Does it still stir up righteousness, indignation in your heart? Or has modernity overtaken your gospel worldviews? Many years ago, when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, whenever I hear the Bible-based message preach, I would cry. I would cry for the state of my sinfulness. I would cry for the way I felt 
inadequate to fulfill the calling of God in my life. And like Paul the Apostle in the book of Romans chapter 7 verse 24 to 25, I will say, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the body of this death? Death all around me. The world is dying with sin and I am in the midst of this death. Who will deliver me? Of course, I can hear the Lord say, my grace is sufficient for you. Friends, clearly Israel was inspired by the powerful word of God that was read to them. They stood in awe of how the word of God could inspire. They were humbled as they listened attentively as Ezra read it from early morning till noon. Listening, friends, is becoming a major hindrance in our society today. As a preacher, most people think I preach long so that if the sermon is approaching about 20 minutes or so, I automatically begin to feel uneasy. People seem to want the whole service to last just for an hour so that they can go to spend the other hour on tea and coffee or they start leaving. Don't get me wrong, friends. Tea and coffee is good, but it worries me when it takes precedent to the spoken word of God. It is understandable that modern man is losing his active listening skill because in 2017, the Skipton Building Society in a research found that at least the British person has an average attention span of just 14 minutes. But when it comes to social engagement, it could last for at least 29 minutes or more. You have heard about attention deficit disorder, which happens to ordinary people. But now, just like ADD, I think some Christians suffer from spiritual attention deficit disorder, which is worse than the form of ADD. This was not the case of the returning Israelites. And it is certainly not so in some Christian circle or communities. When you come to the church to hear the word of God, time will be immaterial. When people cultivate the habit of listening attentively to the word of God, they grow in faith and knowledge and zeal for the Lord because God's word inspires repentance and renewal. Friends, we must consider our lives, the kind of Christianity that we practice. How we live our life as Christian is important. We need to know that the Word of God is the center character of anything that we think we are. Once you take out the Word of God from your life, you are dead. That's what it simply means. As I close, I'm reminded of the words of Isaiah again, which Jesus re-echoed in Luke chapter 4, verse 14 to 21. He said in verse 18 to 19, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, 
to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The word of God is powerful. When the preacher or the reader is filled with the Holy Spirit, that is when the energy is released to proclaim good news to the poor. That is when the energy is released to proclaim freedom for the prisoner. That is when the energy is released to recover the sight for the blind, setting the oppressed free, and indeed proclaiming the year of the Lord. The year of the Lord is now. You and I need to know this. Friends, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, it has come to that point where we need to proclaim this undiluted word of God, for in it is eternal life. We need to come to that place, church. We need to come to that place, friends. We need to come to that place where we can acknowledge the word of God and give God his right of place in our lives. God wants to speak to your heart. God wants to come back to your life. God is looking for you. No one else can look for you but God. Hear this word today. The word of God must have its place in your life. I want you to know that the word of God is powerful. The word of God is quick. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Shall we pray? Heavenly Lord, we thank you again for your word that you have spoken. Lord, I ask that you will reach out to the heart that is hearing your word today through the sound of my voice. I ask, O oh Lord, that you will bless them with the understanding that the power of the word of God is key to anything. Lord, I pray that you bring this to the understanding of those hearing this, that there is still power in the Word of God. And Father, as many that struggle to make sense of the Bible, I pray, God, that you will reach out to them right now. Lord, as many that are hearing this Word today, I ask that you bless them, O God. Heavenly Father, bring the what a God back into our churches, oh God. Let your church be places where the word is preached without fear, oh God, or compromise. I thank you, Lord, because I know that you heard this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Friends, thank you for listening to this podcast. It is my prayer that you come back again for more of this. This is the day the Lord has made. God bless you.